York, USA. This is the 1970s Liverpool High School Music and Drama Podcast. I'm Gary Gosek, LHS Class of 1976. This podcast features digitized audio recordings of the bands, orchestra, choirs, musicals, marching band, rock ensemble, and stage band from the decade of the 1970s. You can contact me at garyatgosek.org, and Gosek is spelled G-O-C-E-K. This podcast is hosted at http colon slash slash www.gosec.org slash podcasts slash LHS. The original recordings came from a variety of sources, including family cassette tapes and vinyl recordings. The opening music is the LHS alma mater from a 2020 recording of the LHS Concert Chorale, directed by Sky Harris. This is episode 22-002B, using my coding system immortalized in a Tommy Two-Tone song, in which Jenny's code is 867-53099. This episode features the Symphonic Band's annual Sounds of Broadway concert, directed by John Iannata in March of 1981, recorded by Director Recording Service. Program notes for this and all the podcast episodes can be viewed at the website. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are ready... See, the ensemble is ready. Hope that you are for the second half in this ninth in a series of excellent programs. These people do a magnificent job. And there is a man who does an equally magnificent job because his personnel is constantly changing. I have to assume they don't all fail all the time. So Jack must be dealing with different people, but he does the same wonderful job each and every year. Ladies and gentlemen, Maestro Jack Iannata. And leading off this second half, we feature the man who wrote such marvelous pieces that are included in just about the repertoire of every band. Things like Rhapsody in Blue, Strike of the Band, Embraceable You, The Man I Love, I Got Rhythm, Liza, and other very popular tunes. And of course, we're referring now to the music of George Gershwin. And the Liverpool Symphonic High School Band, under the baton of Jack Iannata, now brings you a salute to Gershwin.
suspect that you already know that there on the satellite stage were Lisa Deerwaster and Mary Conlon, both of whom add so much to this program and do such a magnificent job. I have a story. Have you got a minute? <laughs> this is based upon my unalterable belief that God has a sense of humor. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. But the way this story goes, it is now Ascension Thursday, and our Lord, having gone through all of his trials and his tribulations on this earth, is being lifted bodily into heaven. And the moment he gets there, the gatekeeper says to him, Boss, I'm glad to see you. I need a break. I wonder if you'd take over the gate for a minute or two. And our Lord, being a nice guy, I think we can stipulate he was a nice guy, said, Sure, I'll take care of it. What do I have to do? Well, the gatekeeper said, Nothing, really. Just ask him to take a seat, and somebody will be along and take care of them. And so he did and the first one was a very old person, really no problem, took a seat, quite content to watch the flyovers, listen to the harp music, and, uh, you know, enjoy it. Next one was a very young person, all eyes, watching everything. But the third one, an entirely different story, an old man, a curmudgeon. He said, no, I don't want to take a seat, I want to go in. I've earned my spot in heaven, I don't want to wait any longer, I just want to go in. And our Lord said, well, please, just take a seat. You know, relax for a moment, and somebody will be along and take care of you. He said, no, I don't want to. I've lived a tough life. I've been a carpenter all of my life. My son left home when he was 12 years old, and I never saw him again. So our Lord began to think. Hmm. Carpenter? Son left home when he was 12? I looked at him, and he said, Father? And the old man looked back at him with age-dimmed eyes and said, Pinocchio? <laughs> I'm reasonably certain that when Charles Dickens wrote Oliver, he didn't have this musical version in mind, but I'm also equally certain that had he been able to hear such music as Consider Yourself, Where's Love, Um Papa, As Long As He Needs Me, I'd Do Anything, he would have approved of the treatment given to his most marvelous work. And now, with vocal renditions by... Judy Galler, Julie Galler. Julie will be on the satellite stage. The Liverpool Symphonic Band under the baton of Maestro Jack Ionata brings us selections from Oliver.
Julie Geller. Magnificent job, and I'm very pleased to note that uh, you kind of like, or appear to like, vocal music. We have a group at the station where I work now that, uh, well, we're combining vocal music with uh, a kind of a diet workshop. <laughs> Not that I need it. It's the nastiest laugh I ever heard. What we do is we, we sit around and rehearse our numbers and we drink uh, diet tab and eat apples. We become known as the Moron Tab and Apple Choir. <laughs> can't, can't believe I said that. <laughs> a young fellow that works for the Syracuse Symphony by the name of Calvin Custer put together a medley of songs having to do with the distaff side, the girls that we all admire and adore, the girls that have been singled out in song for specific recommendation. You'll be able to hear a variety of those numbers, and I'm sure that there will be numbers that you will recognize. So please kind of pay attention because there are going to be an awful lot of different songs about an awful lot of different girls, all of whom we love. Written by Cal Custer, played by the Liverpool Symphonic Band, directed by Jack Ionata, it is called Girls.
This next number is a very special favorite of mine. It's one that I have heard this ensemble with different personnel from time to time play and uh, others of the organizations that Jack has been with. And I particularly like it because I have discovered only recently that the blood of the pilgrims also flows in my veins. A genealogist has determined for me that my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-aunt was at the Boston Tea Party. In fact, she was the last bag that was thrown overboard. <laughs> but this is a piece of music that takes us from Maine to California, from Minnesota to Galveston. It takes us from the earliest parts of our country up until the present day. Ladies and gentlemen, the Liverpool Symphonic Band under the direction of Jack Iannotta. This is Panorama USA.
And so it is that we arrive now at the final number in this evening's performance, and this the ninth annual Sounds of Broadway. And this gives us the opportunity to salute those people who, while they may not have been on stage as performers, were at least co-equal in importance in bringing us this delightful evening's entertainment. We're referring to those people who run the lights, who manage the sound, who take care of the setups on the stage, and that indefatigable crew that wandered around spilling popcorn and Pepsi down your back, the waiters and waitresses. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the tune that is at one time a hope and a promise, the stars and stripes forever. ¶¶ 